and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303, episode 170. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Um, I'm a little frustrated. Ooh, okay. Open it up. Let us hear it. I got, like, I, I don't know. The fucking Baseball Writers Association of America. Oh, we've heard this one before. <laughs> I just, like I, I just I don't I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It's 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 almost not worth talking about at this point. Like Ooh, Scott 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 Rowland in, in a year where where you have on the ballot. Let me read off some names on the ballot that you guys might recognize out there. Right, Andrew Jones. Gary Sheffield, Carlos Beltran, Jeff Kent, Alex Rodriguez, Manny Ramirez, Andy Pettit, Bobby Abreu, Jimmy Rollins, Mike Burley, Francisco Rodriguez. Remember how good K-Rod was? Torrey Hunter. Emmanuel Kent, Kurt Schilling. Is Kurt Schilling still on there? Uh, no. Kurt Schilling moved to the the old people bracket. Don't say it. So th- those are some names, and your bannerman for this year, your one inductee to the Hall of Fame, is Scott Rowland. Stud. Just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say you're backing a St. Louis Cardinal like that. No, absolutely not. I was annoyed when I saw the name roll through my screen. I was just like, he didn't do anything. Don't get me wrong. Scott Rowland was a very good third baseman for 17 years. What do we say on this podcast? Longevity does not equal legacy. Yeah, my numbers would be Hall of Fame numbers if I played for 17 years. If you get 100 hits a year in 600 at-bats, a.k.a. I bet one for six, I have 1,700 hits. Longevity does not equal legacy. Scott Rowland, after playing 17 years, is an average third baseman, an average Hall of Fame third baseman. So, sure, does he get in the Hall of Fame? Probably. In a week, and I'm going to be perfectly honest here, the ballot is not strong. Not right now. It's going to get strong, though. It's going to get strong, right? But the yeah. ballot is not strong. And when you elected David Ortiz, you removed your – I don't even think David Ortiz is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but – He's already in. So, he's he's first ballot it as far as likability. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. He's. I think he might be. Yeah, <laughs> he might be he, the the he, most while, while he was playing. Beloved. You put, yeah, while you while he was playing. I mean, when he made that speech after the Boston Marathon, that he was like, "Fuck the Boston Marathon bombers." They're like inducted him into the hall. That 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 booked him, and then that and the attempted murder. Right. Okay. Whatever. He's in. I'm not going to complain about that. But when you have a year with a weak ballot and you have a bunch of, let's be perfectly honest, average Hall of Famers at their position, like Scott Rowland, I hate to say it, Todd Helton is an average Hall of Fame first baseman. Is he the only Colorado Rockies jersey that I have and my childhood idol? Yes. Andrew Jones, average outfitter. Gary Sheffield, average outfitter. Carlos Beltran, 
average outfielder. Jeff Kent, average second baseman. Whoa, 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 whoa. Average whoa. second baseman. Carlos Beltran is not average. Carlos Beltran is an average outfielder. No way. Stats that man's wise, Hall of Fame for sure. Stats wise, for sure. Stats wise, he is a average Hall of Fame outfielder. Again, again, I'm not saying, again, to the people out there, Jermaine is arguing with me for argument's sake because he didn't say a peep in pre show when I brought this up. No, I said Carlos Beltran was first ballot pre show. Don't, don't, I, that's what I said pre show. Nine time all star, three time gold glove, two time silver slugger, rookie of the year. He has, 2,725 hits, 435 home runs, and a 279 batting average. That dude was first ballot for sure. I don't think he's first ballot. 70.1 war. In this year, he is an average Hall of Fame. Actually, in any year, looking at any resume, he's an average Hall of Fame outfielder, right? We're going to take that argument, and we're going to bucket that argument. And we're going to say, maybe three years ago, Carlos Beltran is not in the Hall of Fame. This year, how do you not have five or six inductees into the Hall of Fame? Like, how many writers just abstained? Like, do your fucking job and vote for somebody in the Hall of Fame or don't vote for them at all. Todd Helton missed the ballot by 11 votes. Billy Wagner got 68%. Andrew Jones got 58%. Sheffield got 55%. Beltron got 46%. Kent got 46%. He's off the ballot. We're not even talking about the cream of this ballot, which is Alex Rodriguez and Manny Ramirez, who are far and above Hall of Famers. But they are disliked by the, yes, I'll say it, and I'll bring it in, the white, old-fashioned baseball writers of America. Carlos Beltran, first ballot. Scott Rowland is your one inductee this year. I should not be in the Hall of Fame. I'd no disrespect. Guys, I'd rather you guys not induct anyone, to be perfectly honest. Make, he should not be in the Hall of Fame. I don't. Ballot, make it a historic year. Make it a historic year. It's only happened seven times before this that they have not elected anyone to the Hall of Fame. Then, but then again. I get why they do it, why they have to elect someone, because that basically says, hey, until we get some new blood in the ballot, nobody's worthy of the Hall of Fame. And I don't don't understand this vote progression among writers. Your opinion gets better of him the more you look at his resume. What, do you need Todd Helton to get out there and hit a few extra home runs? This is lovely dead silence, gentlemen. Well, I thought you were still ranting about no, the baseball. Not, what just, I, what just, am I supposed just, to say on their behalf? I can't back them up. I don't, I don't want you to say I, anything. On I hate it's, them too. <laughs> it's, like, just, it's just so stupid. Like, like if is you take a look. At, like, okay, Jermaine, you are a you hiring right. manager for a job. I give you my resume. Hired. You don't take my resume and go. Well, we'll look at him next week. But this week, he's not really the quality we're looking for. <laughs> What's going to improve? Like, well, actually, hold on. That's that's not even true because I can improve my resume in a week. Yeah, these guys are. They're done. They, there's a there's a different analogy somewhere there. You can only get worse, right? Because yeah. you're operating now in the court of public opinion, and you got to do this bullshit of 
Oh, was Todd Helding hitting it? Like, was Todd Helton hitting at Coors? Carlos Beltran was playing at the end of the steroid era. Who cares about that? Like Manny Beltran Ramirez, Manny guy, Ramirez bro. played in Manny Ramirez was a show off who went and played in Japan for a couple of years. Like what? Like what? what are we going to keep putting caveats on the Hall of Fame full of guys from the '30s who paid off the media to write about how good and great they were? And also did start the steroid era was post World War II. Go. Don't let anyone tell you differently. Go look up media articles from writers from the Yankees in the 30s. Like, I'm pretty sure Mickey Mantle, I know he's not in the 30s. I'm pretty sure Lou Gehrig could have openly assaulted a woman on a baseball diamond. And they would have been like, what great punch is that by Gehrig? That's why we call him a Hall of Famer. Like, these, like, you have a bunch, you have people that we know nothing about in the Hall of Fame socially. They could be terrible people. And yet we go, but you know what? Thrist Speaker was one of the best center fielders of the 20s. <laughs> we don't know how he was as a person, right? And back then it was like, oh, yeah, Thrist Speaker used to get drunk and hit his wife. That was just all the aggression that he didn't get out on the baseball field. Now you're judging people with this look that you're like, well, he's is he a good social person? Did he did he abstain? Did did, did he did he get to the rules of baseball? Your leading hit leader all time and your leading home run leader, uh, your, your your leading home run hitter all time are not in the Hall of Fame. The greatest hitter <laughs> and the greatest home run hitter of all time are not in in. Right. Pete Rose is a guaranteed base knock, bro. <laughs> like, like I, I don't, let me let me let me look, let me look at this stat real quick. Hit it's, leaders MLB. I he's, don't. He's forty two hundred, right? Far and above. He's forty two hundred, and next closest guy is like what? Seven hundred. Yeah. Forty one hundred. Forty. Oh, off. Who that, who, who, who that person is? That's Ty Cobb. The person but, below Ty Cobb has seven thousand, or sorry, has three thousand seven hundred seventy one. Pete Rose is the only, is is one of two players in MLB history with over four thousand hits, and he's not even a hundred. Like the, the second place guy is not even a hundred hits closer to him, closest to him. He's not. Um, Ichiro combined. How many hits does Ichiro have combined? Above Pete Rose. Yeah, he's the only. Is how many people have broken four thousand? Two. Just just Pete Rose or Pete Rose. Pete, Pete and, Rose and Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb and and Ichiro. If you include all his. You know, before he came to, to what he came to the MLB at twenty seven or or twenty eight. He, he came to the so so Pete, so Ichiro in his professional career uh, had forty three hundred sixty seven hits, three thousand eighty nine in MLB baseball. By the way, dude, and he he came over at what twenty seven. Let's see. Let's let's take a look at his. Uh, yes, his first season was twenty seven, in which he won MVP and Rookie of the Year. Well, okay, that's a that's a slanted rookie of the year though. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hashtag ancho daddy's rook, as Nick likes to say it. Yeah, that's all right, a, that's that's a grown ass man. All right, so uh, we all uni- we all unilaterally agree that Carlos Beltran was first ballot. We all universally agree that the baseball writers of 
BBWAA, right? Baseball Writers. I think it's just BBWA, Baseball Writers of America. Oh, I thought it was Association of America. I thought it was BBWAA. Anyways, uh, they stink. Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer. Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Scott Rowland, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I looked up his stats, Nick, and you keep saying that he played uh, 17 years. I only see fifth. I only see 12. Who did? Rowland? Scott Rowland. I only see 12 when I look up his stats. No. Just kidding. I'm using my my old buddy EPE's technique. He played oh. for the he played for the Cardinals for five oh, years, so that doesn't exist. It. That doesn't exist. Trash. Anyways, how are you doing this evening, Eric? Now that Nick has pontificated for the last thirteen or so minutes. Well, it seems like I'm doing better than Nick and most of the guys that were on the Hall of Fame card. So, but <laughs> a, lot, a lot to look forward to this week for me. So I'm excited. We'll get into that later in the show. But getting my wisdom teeth pulled. Can't wait to have this constant headache gone. So that's going to be awesome. Don't talk about your man like that, Asian landlord. <laughs> yeah put some respect on your keeper's name all right. <laughs> you are your brother's keeper <laughs> oh all right so today's episode episode 170 as we mentioned at the top we'll be getting into pop culture pick em. as always today's topic is top five rappers who act i actually did not check the order of the nick jermaine eric nick jermaine eric appreciate you eric and then we'll get into the NFL Divisional Review. Uh, we'll talk about playoff picks. Mine are a bit skewed. Uh, Mid-podcast, I said I'm not betting Tampa Bay anymore, but I still have those two losses on my ledger. Whatever. I'll take it. I have Buffalo and Dallas, and they're both eliminated. We'll get into that a little bit later. All right. So, anyone have any last nickels? Yo, this beer is skunked. Or does that mean all of them are skunked? <laughs> Probably. This one's empty, though. You gonna power through? <clears throat> Does the Pope like little boys? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. When you talked about the '30s, I, w- I was just fondly thinking uh, the good old days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Listen, hey. I know. I might have just burned my card to angry white manistan, but. Maybe it's something that has to be done on occasion. Angry white manistan. Little lesser known uh, country right between uh, I need a pia stand. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and an actual country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I, if I gave you a map, would you, Eric, if I gave you a map, would you know where the country Uzbekistan is? I might get the region, like the area right, but I don't think I'll get the country. What about exactly Azerbaijan? Right. I would, don't think I'd get it exactly right either. <laughs> I know that I think I'd get the area right, but I wouldn't get the exact on the map. Yeah, I know like, the area, but if it's not written in for me, I'm probably shit out of yeah. luck. <laughs> I did that 50 <laughs> states test the other day at work. There was like a little icebreaker fucking thing. And uh, <laughs> I went they, that was really just an intelligence test to see which one of their workers is an idiot. Well, let me tell you this. I went into that bitch confident as fuck and left having to pick my pride up off the floor because there was Damn, a lot of states. On, I should have been on I did not know. I mean, you like, I knew the, no, no, no. I knew the general area, but I mixed up some of them. Like, some of the shirts and squares are the same as other states, dude. I got the general area. Oh, and I did not place Alaska Eric's in the wrong place. Eric's just on the map being like, I don't know, California <laughs> over here. 
They got coast, right? <laughs> Yo, he, just, he just wrote Boston from like New York to Maine. Yeah, he actually put New England on it. I got the key states that matter, though. So that's all that matters. Oh, here we go. What states matter? Texas and Florida, baby. Uh, I've, I've been told that all states matter. No, that's only media <laughs> propaganda. All states are not created equally, baby. Toe the line. <laughs> Toe the line. All right, quick question for you before we get into this pop culture pickup. I've heard uh, some people call the age that we're in right now for television the golden age of television. Oh, Jesus. Do you agree or disagree? Greg, I'm going to let you take this. I agree. Okay. Why? Because uh, up until The Sopranos, we really <coughs> just had like sitcoms and not, like news and night shows and stuff. And we had other, you know, other shows that were, I guess, as dramatic as we have now. But once The Sopranos came along and then The Wire came along and they just started, you know, then we got Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. And there's a whole lot of shows that I'm not talking about. But as far as as television, I think we are because we're still getting new content. And in Hollywood for movies specifically, um, everything's recycled. Everything's redone. And I think it all has to do with that strike that happened back so in. So is I TV, can't remember. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, like they brought back that 90s show and blah, 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 and all that stuff. But there's really... There's really just more creative and more character-driven shows, and and it's not just a sitcom like it used to be. So I do think we're in the golden era of television. All right, and you, Nick? I got a question for you, Eric. I, well, mm -hmm. I got a question for Eric. Which of these shows that you're watching now are you going to go back and watch in 20 years? Oh, shit, dude. That was my follow-up question. I was waiting for you to answer first, Nick. I mean, I think there's a lot of them. I think I can go back and watch Yellowstone. I can go back and watch Game of Thrones. I can go back and watch... Ooh, I can definitely Game, go back of, and watch Game of Thrones Sopranos. is over. Game of Game Thrones, of Thrones is, not, is this... not in the golden age. Uh -huh. wait, 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 wait. Game wait, of Thrones on, has been wrapped. Right. You said Yeah, we're okay. currently in. Yeah. What what's the dates for this era? Because when did it start for this person that created this question? Because for me, it started with the Sopranos and we're still in it. What? We might be at the back end of it. Dude, there's a dude. That is that That's is like that might 25 be years. That might be the craziest thing you've said on this podcast. Yo, that's the, 25 the, years. The, the year 2000, when the surprise right. was at its height, right, I'll say, is I'll say entirely this. different from today. I'll say this. I'll say this. Sopranos is what triggered us to move in this direction. And if we have to exclude it, but I will say, like, I'll go back and watch Game of Thrones. Oh, wait, no. When would it start, though? Like, what qualifies as... I, when well, did this I, golden era start? Because for me, it started, like, in 2010. Bro, you, you your your like eras are gigantic. That's like super super big. But if you're saying 2012, maybe. All right, so 2012. Let's say for the argument's sake, we're setting it at 2012, right? We'll yeah. we'll put it at a 10 year. It's a decade long, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So 2012. How many shows that have come out since 2012 yeah. are you going to? to think of as fondly as the Sopranos. I would say True Detective. I would say Westworld. I would True say Detective. You, you told me that season two stinks. Season, yeah, two, season two stinks. Season two stinks. Season one. So that's not a good phenomenal. show anymore. So that. Okay. No, no. I would go back and watch it. I would season go back one, and watch it. Which I ended would watch when? The whole season. 
Okay, season, season one. one. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, why am I spanking? <laughs> spanking? I don't know. Why, why am I blanking? Why am I blanking? Hold on. <laughs> I was in, oh my god. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Fuck. How did I space on that so bad? Uh, definitely Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, True Blood. You good, Eric. <laughs> He's yeah, no yeah, toast. Yeah. Not. All right. So, uh, for the record, Breaking Bad started in 2008. True Detective started in 2014. All right, keep going. Um, you said Game of Thrones, right? Game of Thrones, Westworld for sure. Game of Thrones, 2011, Westworld. Yeah, I love Westworld. Yo, we were watching ha- Westworld ha- in Diego. Have you seen? Have you seen all of Westworld? Because it's I trash after season one. Yo, well, yo, one, yo, one and it's tr- two. It's trash two, after season two. One and, and two. Season two ended five. sus. As soon as Aaron Paul joins the show. All right. Um, Yellowstone, great show. I haven't seen that one. Can't comment. Um, Here's but everyone tells me it's Sopranos with Cowboys. So, of course, you like it because you love the Sopranos. Yeah. So, here's here's my thoughts, right? <laughs> That's it, Eric. That's the other ones you can name. Oh, hold on, man. I'm just trying to think. Good and. Um, hold on. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, Power was really good. I would go back and watch Power for sure. With Ghost and Fifty Cent and all that, I definitely go back and watch that. That show's not that good. Um, Spoilers. Oh, the one with uh, Timothy Oliphant on FX, um, and then Sons of Anarchy, Justified, Sons of Anarchy. I would go back and watch those for sure. Um, I, I think you are. I think you are confusing now with the golden age of television, which are all the shows you are naming. Justified is 2010, right? You uh, said. But how long did it run? It doesn't I matter. To, it's when, it's, it's when it started. started so, so, no, we're not in the golden era of television now. And, and Sons of Anarchy was 2008. There's seven seasons. So, by the time we got to 2012, we were already four to five seasons in it. I, I mean, well, this is a really hard question to answer because all this shit's coming around like here's, in different. Here's my years point, Eric. Here's my point is that in COVID, everybody started rewatching their old shows. And now they're somehow convinced that we're in a golden age of television because they rewatched the golden age of television, right? I will say the one good thing about today's television is that networks can't put out bad shows. Like HBO can't put out a bad show because no one will watch it because I have so many other options of shows to watch. And that's driving quality. But I'm not going to go back and rewatch any of the shows right now. Like... um. What's the John Cena one? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. It was a good show. I'm not going to go back and watch it 10 years from now. Right? Uh, There are good entertaining shows that will keep me for that run, for that run, and then I'm on to the next one. Right? Rick and Morty. I'm not going to go back and watch, rewatch Rick and Morty like I rewatched The Simpsons. I don't even like Rick and Morty. Right. <laughs> I don't right. know why. Rick, Rick and Morty is a divisive subject. I understand what you're saying, Eric. I think you're right. I think you and I agree. You are naming shows that are in the golden era of television. That is what. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> so, so, but right now there are not yet. Right now I, there are not. There are not good. There so are not. When Breaking amazing, Bad started, uh, that yeah. started the golden age of television. We're out of it now, though. We're we're in the. The quantity, not quality. But go ahead, Eric. Sorry, I didn't mean to keep cutting you off. Go ahead. No, it's fine. It's just so that's just as you can see, my mind was all over the place. I was thinking stuff back to 2007, 2006, 
I was thinking stuff that the so golden like, age of television. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's just it's just hard because like what do you, you guys are saying? An era should be what five six years? I, I it should be a decade. It if should be. You a decade. take two thousand nine to two thousand nineteen. There are there are shows running then that are. Yeah, and I and I think generational shows. I think that's where my mistake was thinking that we were still because it does. Maybe it's the sports thing that we talked about yesterday, Jermaine, where it's like Steph Curry's been in the league twelve years, but it feels like he's been in the league twenty years, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it feels like all these shows are still recent to me. So I think that's where the confusion came. Now, if we want to say it from a specific era, like currently, if we're in the golden era, probably not because there's it's, a lot of rubbish coming out too. But I think that's it. It's COVID, dude. It's COVID. Everyone in COVID was like, the writers are on strike. Nobody's making new stuff. So let me go back and I'll rewatch The Wire. I'll rewatch Breaking Bad. What did we say the other day when we were doing our awards thing? The Wire never won an award. The yeah. Wire is good because people went back and they're like, this is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even appreciated in its own no. time. That's what was so crazy. Uh, my argument is HBO alone at turn of the century <laughs> was pumping out Band amazing. of Brothers. Band, Band of Brothers. Brothers. Ge- Generation Kill. Oh, Sopranos. Bro. The Wire. I mean, it. HBO alone at the turn of the century shits on what we're getting right now. And think think of like College Days AMC. You had the first seasons of Walking Dead. You had Hell when on it was Wheels. Good. Hell, Hell on Wheels, Wheels is tight, was a bro. fantastic show. Into Did the Badlands. About, um, didn't they have Fargo? Well, they had Fargo. And then didn't they have that show... About the douchebags in the work office in the, like the seventies. What was that called? Everybody Mad, Mad Men. Mad, oh, Mad Men. Men. Mad yeah, Men. there we go. Or sixties. Yeah. I don't remember what 50s. it was, but apparently it was a great 60s. fucking show. Mad Men. Yeah, there you go. So you had yeah. Mad Men, Walking Dead, and Hell on Wheels back to back to back. When I AMC was, was just hitting. That was <laughs> yeah. break, Breaking Bad was there too. Oh, AMC. Yeah. AMC was hitting, bro. <laughs> AMC is still riding coattails of like two thousand thirteen. My my argument now is like, yo, like the stuff that has been dropped in the last four or five years is severely lacking in quality. Like, hell, when did Stranger Things start, right? Stranger Things. Six years ago? Stranger, yeah, because they took such a long break off. It started in 2016. Yeah. Like, bro, there isn't any show in the last four years that I'm like, yo, this is must-see. You need to see it right now. Like, this this w- is one of the best television shows I've ever watched. If we made a top 10 list of well, television shows, uh, they're all starting 2016 and before. Yes, I, I, I'm not going to argue with that because most of my shows would probably come from shows that were started before 2016. But man, there's some really like Mr. Robot came out probably right around 2016, 17. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if you guys that's, love. A t- that's a cut that's the time frame I love Mr. Robot. Yes. Yeah. That's the time frame I just said though. But like we still have shows like Atlanta that came out, and you cannot hate on Atlanta. Like it's it's an amazing television show. Yeah, so Mr. Robot was twenty fifteen. It was twenty fifteen? Yeah. Silicon yeah. Valley was good. Silicon Valley. So Atlanta, um, Atlanta, the show came out 2016. <laughs> Silicon Valley, American comedy series that came out 2014. I'm, yeah, yes. this is 
Peaky you Blinders. You watched Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Peaky Blinders. 2013. <laughs> we haven't named a single show that started post. I got one. Okay. Euphoria. I no. hate that. I know. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just no. kidding. Wrong. No. I'm just kidding. No. All right, that ends that conversation. Eric tried to defend it, failed miserably. He's probably going to do that thing where he sits down on the couch later. And he's like, fuck, I didn't think of this show and that show. But unfortunately for us, we're oversaturated, right? Stories are told in an archetypal fashion. And therefore, we've pretty much seen everything we possibly can see, right? Which is the running joke, like Harry Potter is Star Wars you know, with fucking wands and magic. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, it, it's incredibly difficult. But to say that we're in a golden era right now is crazy. On top of that, right, with the massive pay cuts that everyone's about to take and, and the stuff that companies are doing right now that are hoarding IP, they're canceling shows that have filmed they're canceling movies that have filmed. They're canceling things that are already in the can. And these people aren't getting the credits. They're not getting the money that they were supposed to get from these movies airing. So we're on the precipice of another strike. If you thought it was bad already with the remakes and I mean Blind Spot got a Blind Spot was a movie, got a show. Shooter was a movie, got a show. Lethal Weapon was a movie, got a show. Hawaii Five O's being remade. Magnum PI's being remade. Like we're in the doldrums of television. I feel like we can we I, peaked a long time ago. Can, can I? I just and this is gonna sound probably dumb, but and I understand CBS and NBC they have hitters. Like we all know Friends and Seinfeld and Frasier and all those great shows from the past, right? And they were on network television. They were they were they were what do you call them? Uh, the audience, you can hear the audience clapping. Sitcoms. They were sitcoms, and that was all cool. To me, when you mention like a golden age of television, it has nothing to do with those networks. It has to do with HBO, Showtime, Stars, AMC, FX, them pushing the needle, and then we'll see what happens with with their creativity and with what you said. I totally understand that it might be in a bigger strike and it might cause more problems. I think. The other networks are just a bunch of old heads who are just trying to recycle shit that worked for them in the 80s and 90s. Well, it's also IP that they owned, right? So here, yeah. here's, here, here's the Achilles heel of non-traditional television companies, you know, coming into the sphere, right? Apple TVs, the Hulus, the Netflix, the Amazons, right? The Disney Plus is the HBO Max, right? The HBO, disruptors. HBO is is a traditional, right? But here, here's the real sticking point, right? When those people came into the sphere of television, they came in already owning a bulk of intellectual property that the other companies were producing, right? So, you know, if you wanted to make a Star Wars TV show, you typically had to farm out to one of those companies. The NBCs, the Universals, that might be the same company. Fox, right? You know, you had to farm out into these into these companies where now you can do everything in-house, right? Yeah. And and here's what I here's what I'll say. In the golden age of television, that was Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy started that. 
You understand? Like th that is another show that started in the golden age. You can hate it all you want, but Grey's Anatomy is a fire fucking show. No, I love Grey's Anatomy. I've watched sixteen seasons of it. But yeah, there's uh, a reason why because people love that shit. One other reason why, and I and I do think this will probably be my biggest reason why, um, as far as we're not in the golden age anymore, is you take a show like I don't know one of the greatest shows ever written, like Entourage. You cannot have that show in today's society. No chance. And that's just pussy shit. The fact that people are so offended by a fake made-up character who gets his in the show, he gets cursed out. Like, whatever. I'm just saying, I think society is going to water down the content that's coming out because everybody's going to be tiptoeing around, oh, I don't want to be offensive to this and this. No I'm chance. Get... The, sh the show you spotlighted was Euphoria, and that's all about high school kids doing a fuck ton of drugs, drugs and exploring fucking same sex. I, I know, but that feels like the agenda that's being put. I mean, we're not going to go into that side of it, but that just feels like the agenda that's being pushed and, and the narrative. Like, you can't make a show where you call somebody the F word like Ari Gold did 10 times an episode. But why? That's who he was. And he had the best relationship with that character that he was calling that. Like, it, it's so much more dynamic than just a word. But, like, you can't make shit like that anymore because people will fucking, their heads will explode. But you, can put kids doing, you can put kids doing drugs and fucking each other on television, but you can't do you can't you know you can't drop certain no no words. Well, because well, they're they're fucking same sex, Eric. That's why. Whatever, dude. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So that's so, a dark road that we're not going to go. Down. So I I just had a, a curious question. Shout out Revenge of the Pod for having this discussion on the golden age of television. <laughs> um, you know, for those of you who want to get more pop culture. With your podcast, check out Revenge of the Pod. They discuss topic like this pretty regularly. With that being said, let's go yeah. ahead and get into a pop culture pick them. Hey, yo, they pay you? Yeah, dog, I want my cut. Yo, they pay oh, you? Just... No Damn. free marketing. No, no free, free plugs. No, hey, no free shout outs? Yeah, no free shout outs. <laughs> yeah, we're not kidding. Corey's already pays us. <laughs> In beer that we buy each other. All right, Nick. You open up pop culture pick them top five rappers who act. Now, this is all that before we get into this. Are we do they need to be phenomenal rappers or no. is it if no, they right. have an rappers, album and if they're an actor? Okay. That's so, it. So like Shaq is I could pick Shaq. Shaq. I would I, I would say you can pick Shaq, but that's first pick, just so Eric doesn't take him, Will Smith. I wasn't gonna take him, so enjoy it. That fucking bum. Uh, first pick, I'm going to take, uh, one of the illest MCs to ever do it. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. <laughs> you guys that right? Yeah. She's, uh, she's such a funny mom in 22 Jump Street. She's the best. Also, yeah. like, yo, she's, she's bad as hell. She could get it, bro. Shout out Queen. If you listening, slide in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, she slides into room through three DMs. I'm answering that shit. No, Jets. <laughs> she don't watch you, white boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to take Donald Glover, and then I'll follow that up with uh, the best angry black man ever. Ice Cube. Yes, sir. Um, I guess that's back to me. 
Let's see. I'm going to go in and take... Uh, I'm going to hit Eric where it hurts. I'll take Andre 3000. Ruthless. Uh, I'll go Jamie Foxx. Uh, well, he's a rapper. Did he rap? Yeah, he is. He is. All right, yep. I'll, I'll take Jamie Foxx. Uh, then I'll take the other ice rapper. I'm going to take Ice-T. Uh, I got next pick. I'll take Mark Wahlberg. Damn, that was my next pick, dude. Fuck. Marky Mark, baby. Let's go. I got a hitter list, bro. Damn, that's good. Alright. I'm up. I'm double up. Alright. I gotta take my man. Because ladies love him. Hello, Cool J. Damn, Hello, that's who cool I was dude. trying to get on the next turn, bro. I'll take LL Cool J and because I was tied to a chair and forced to watch his movies all the time growing up, I'm going to have to put Mr. Tupac Shakur in here. Yeah, his movies are not that good, though. They're terrible, but I had to watch them because of my black-ass brothers. Hey, shout out the culture, though. <laughs> I do love me some Tupac, though. Uh, <clears throat> damn, I'm next, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I don't know who I want, bro. Did Idris Elba ever rap? Yes, he did. He just DJed. No, well, he he's rapped. a DJ. He rapped. Oh, he's a DJ. Bro. No. All right, I'm taking Idris Elba, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Eric says he raps. I'm going I'm to trust him over you in this category. Don't hurt me none. You know, I just talked about it. Hell on Wheels TV show. Give me my boy Common. Yeah, I almost picked him with with pick three, and then I decided to hit Marky Mark instead, bro. Yeah, give me give me common. Uh, my final pick, yo, I'm going original Fast and Furious movies. Give me that ludicrous, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! I love it, dude. <laughs> this has been our easiest. Why is this our easiest pop culture pickup so far? It's because we all get hype when the rappers show up on screen, bro. So right here. I'm leaning one of two ways. I am either taking 50 or I'm taking TI. Mm. And I'm I'm really, 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 really torn. I love both, but I think 50 Cent is the better one. Although TI hits when he's on screen, bro. I'll tell you what. Takers, he was an American gangster. Oh, TI solid, man. T.I. Yeah, solid. Jeez. T.I. Uh, is actually pretty good, too. Sorry, go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. No, it's fine. T.I. is actually pretty good. But my next pick, I don't know if this is specifically because he was so funny in one role that I just stands out for me, but I'm going to put Sean Puffy Combs in here. Oh, yeah. Get him to the Greek. Yeah. Epic, epic fucking movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> what? I might need to rewatch it. I walked out of the theater after watching that movie, and I was upset. Sometimes you just gotta pet the furry wall. I hate Russell Brand. Used to look like in the seventies. I hate Russell Brand. I think that's what it is, dude. Well, I hated. Now he's grown on me. I don't really care. I think it's forgetting Sarah Marshall that made made him grow on me. But I've seen that movie too much. Russell Brand. Yeah, bro. All right, we're not gonna go way too far off course here. But do you do you like see him pop up on your social media? Okay, cool. He's a my, wild man, my man's is out there, bro. Uh, honorable <laughs> mentions, honorable mentions, uh, ASAP Rocky, mm. N- Nick Cannon, 
Jaden Smith. Mm. Uh, I was going to say Method Man's good in movies. Uh, well, he's all right. Good is just generous. But yeah, he's for sure. Lauren Hill's good in movies. What movie has she been in? Uh, fuck, I have to pull it up. <laughs> My God, said honorable mention. It doesn't even know what movie. He said, he said, hold on. Honorable mention. Give me a second. Oh, you uh, know who? You know who nobody picked that should have been picked? Bow Wow. Bow Wow. Like Mike was a fire movie. Don't even at me, bro. I own that shit on Blu-ray. Uh, I was you, say you were DMX, talking. But... Oh yeah. I, am, like I, I, I almost picked Mike. DMX, bro. And then uh, shout out oh, little Dick. Oh. Shout out, shout out little Dicky. Little yeah, I guess little Dick. Rap name is a Dick joke. Yo, that Dave oh, show. Dude, we forgot the goat. Who? Mac Miller. Aubrey Graham. Oh, Degrassi. <laughs> Yo, I used oh to fu- God, I used to dude. fuck with Degrassi real hard, bro. Yo, we did it again. Eric, you gotta share the pop culture pick'em screen when we do this. What's going on? Oh, here? my bad. My bad, dude. My bad. You want me to do it now? No, it's too late now. Can you read the list for us, please? Yeah. So Nick took a well top five rappers who act. Nick went Will Smith, Jamie Foxx. That's a question mark next to him because I think he's an R and B singer. Ice T. Bro, he, he did Gold Digger. He did Gold Digger. He's a rapper. He's a he's rapper. Okay, so what about the what about the tracks where he actually raps? Is, is that not allowed? I, don't, I, I can't think of any. But anyway, Jermaine went Queen Latifah, Andre 3000, Mark Wahlberg, fucking steal of a pick, Idris Elba and 50 Cent. I went Donald Jamie, Grover. Jamie Foxx, musical career, genres, R&B, soul, pop, hip-hop, comedy. Suck it, Eric. Nah, didn't say rap. Uh, LL Cool J, Tupac Shakur, and Sean Puffy Combs, aka Puff Daddy, aka Diddy, aka Cornball, <laughs> aka I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> aka he's a pretentious douchebag. Dude, he sucks, bro. Yeah, he's a pretty bad person, from what I've heard. I've heard he likes to fuck Usher. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Yeah. What? That's just Uh, Instagram and TikTok getting away from me. What what are you on what are you on Instagram and TikTok that Conspiracy theories about how the music industry has all these dudes gay and shit? Oh, okay. So this is a this is a this is a question that I asked my work friends. What is your favorite? If you don't have to believe it's true. Yeah. What is your favorite conspiracy theory? Flat Earth. Because okay. I want it to be true. Okay. I know it's not, but... Now, how do you believe everything stays on the Earth, Eric? Is it the ice mountains at the end of the, the world? No. I, don't, okay. I, 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 I just like that fact that people think okay. this bitch is flat. Like, right. that doesn't... But also, you know, gravity is kind of a confusing subject. Like... <laughs> It can keep all this water down and two turn cars down. Yeah. <laughs> but a helium balloon just floats the fuck away. Right. It makes no sense. Not... <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Jermaine, what's your what's your Those are just some of the greatest theory? hits from TikTok, bro. I don't believe any of that shit. Well, you've already heard about my conspiracy theory about birds are fake, Europe doesn't exist, and the ocean mm-hmm. isn't real. Right. But I'd like to interject interject that uh j- all Nicki Minaj songs are actually Jay Z. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Have you heard that? No, what, what? I haven't. That's why I'm laughing because it's a good. See, this is what I wanted when I asked the question. For, so, highlights from my work 
the St. Louis Arch is just a giant vertical hedron collider. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm all in, bro. I'm all in, bro. What? So the so, article so. sources videos, please, sir. Please. So we so we just see half of the arch. So the bottom, the underground part is also is the other half of the the hedron collider, right? Right. That's cool. I, I love that one, bro. That's great. Uh, uh, more highlights. Elvis isn't real, or Elvis one. Elvis. Uh, is living out his life in Hawaii. Uh, no, he's a pastor, and he's a pastor in Mississippi, bro. Have you seen the videos? Nah, it's crazy, man. Looks like him, sounds like him, big old my, fat like him. My okay, and this, and everyone that knows me is gonna go, yeah, of course, this is your favorite one. My favorite one is Hitler didn't die in the bunker; he went to Argentina. So why five? Why in 1950 did the CIA release a note to its employees that was like? All right, Hitler's dead, but if he wasn't, here's eight pictures on what he would look like disguised. Like, why are you guys doing that? Why do we care? He's dead. Mm. Mm. Have you seen that new conspiracy that's going around? Mm. What? The one about the NFL? Oh, I believe. I I I have seen that. I don't even need to see it. I press I believe. I, I, yo. Honestly, it's it's pretty so, damning. It's pretty do damning. I, what do I it? say it on the podcast? Go ahead, say it. Right, We're so, talking about conspiracy theories. So Go ahead. Tonight, tonight we have a Miriam Reserve Shirah that we're <laughs> get the, the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, Eric, talk about it. So the theory is, ooh, that was nice. Demar Hamlin is actually dead, and the NFL is covering it up because there's going to be a whole. There would be all kinds of uproar and vaccine and stuff issues presented. Um, at the game, every time they showed this man on the screen, you could not clearly see his – like you yeah. could not clearly see his face at all. Yeah, but you couldn't see him at all. They kept at all. Cutting, they could keep cutting to this man in a snowstorm in Buffalo. My man, his was, mom? Like, my man was like this with a fucking – with sunglasses on and a hood up and a hat. This is all you saw, but it was sunglasses, so it was really like this. Like I don't know who that was, bro. It's pretty crazy. If you really, if you kind of think about it, it's pretty crazy. My favorite thing now that they're telling us is is the latest like groundbreaking report from science is that the core of the Earth is now spinning in reverse. I, who did I hear that from? So it it's it was going one way. Right, and now scientists claim that the core is spinning the other way. I think I heard that happened a while ago, though. No, I just, I just, well, I just read about it. So, like, it, well, I, what I'm saying, a while ago, like in the last year, because I remember they asked a scientist about it, and they're like, well, "What does this mean?" And he goes, "I don't know." <laughs> he goes, "The Earth is based on magnetic fields, so when the Earth spins this way, the core spins this way, and the core powers the magnetic field." He was like. So I, maybe it was Joe. Ru- I don't know. But one day ago, Earth's spinning inner core recently paused, then flipped its direction. That's why my phone doesn't work. Fucking iPhone. <laughs> uh, question for you guys. So Nick asked his question. Now, what's one conspiracy, without going too much into detail, but that you absolutely firmly believe is real? The CIA killed John Kennedy. 
Okay, well, they came out and said that. But yeah. Every, every, no, actually, I'll, I will build it up to a, a 30,000 foot view. Every CIA conspiracy you, you hear, real. All right, real. cool. Except Jermaine? the dude that tells you is probably going to be killed. That the <laughs> Chicago Bulls will never win another fucking championship again. We just blew an 18 point lead to the Indiana fucking Pacers. What do you guys think about the Jordan gambling one? That Jordan, yeah. that Jordan. Oh, that's 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 that's, that's real. Mine yeah. is mine is the nine eleven was an inside job. The nine eleven. Mine is nine eleven. Nine eleven is an inside job. Secondly, on the Googles. Secondly, Pearl Harbor. We knew about Pearl Harbor, and we let it happen so that way we can go wax that ass poetically. I don't even know why that's a conspiracy theory. One what one day you randomly move. The Pacific Fleet to another island? You just just on a training maneuver? Hey, Captain, you should probably get out of Pearl Harbor. Just uh, just cause. <laughs> Bro, hey, hey, remember this war that's about to start? You should get all your people back on their boat, back on their ships, and take them someplace else, away from their families. Yeah, dog, that that shit that shit don't fly. What do you what do you think about the conspiracy theory that uh, Jimmy Butler is just Michael Jordan's illegitimate son? Oh, that's Believe it. that's not a conspiracy. That's fact. <laughs> okay, all right. And well, just, and uh, facts then. Homeboy is Wilt Chamberlain's son. You know what I'm talking about. Jermaine? <laughs> you yeah. said homeboy, and you know what I'm talking about. I'm just supposed to piece it together. Play for the Are Warriors. You, you're talking about Otto Warriors. Porter Jr. Yeah, Otto Porter Jr. There we go. Um. <laughs> That's what that's what Chamberlain saw, though. Bro, this is how it would be if you were playing like charades or Pictionary with Eric. He'd be like, "No, no, you know, Jermaine. Come on, you know. You you just be pointing at me, saying you know instead of giving me You're fucking clues." You're supposed to know, man. We're supposed to be on that level. <laughs> he did give me like, no clues. That's we're supposed to be on that level bro. where we could just look at each other. <laughs> boom. All right, so that wraps up. Don't even up. need to act anything out. Just look at you. Boom. That wraps up PCP. That this. Despite the fact that we have now closed out PCP for one episode 170, should not distract you from the fact that Carlos Beltran is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Now, with that being said, let's get in to the NFL divisional round. There was four games in the NFL this weekend. Eric, would you like to kick it off for us? Yeah. So we had the first game on Saturday was the Eagles versus the Giants. That was a blowout. Uh, 38-7 was never close. Um, as far as the picks, um, you both picked Philly for that one. Good so pick. we're good. As far, as far as at the beginning of the playoffs one, when you did your playoff um, picks. Okay. Uh, the next game that night – or actually, I'm sorry. No, the first game that day was the Chiefs and uh, Jaguars. Correct. And uh, Chiefs won. Patrick Mahomes got hurt. Toughed it out in the second half. Um, they look scary as ever with him. Uh, you both hashtag, hashtag, hashtag uh, Chad Henney appearance that we got to see. Chad Henney touchdown. Yeah, Chad Henney Tutty. Ninety-eight yard touchdown drive. No, no, he um, didn't throw it though. They rushed. No, I'm just saying ninety-eight yard touchdown drive. Like he didn't. What, use without him, they're not scoring. Is what we're saying. You're yeah, welcome, yeah, yeah, Kansas yeah. City. The gift um, of Chad had the gift of Chad Henney continues to give. Uh, you guys both had. Uh, Kansas City advancing at the beginning of these playoffs. Uh, the first game on Sunday was the – man, I forget which game was played first. It was the uh, Bengals and uh, Bills um, in a game where they never showed DeMar Hamlin on camera. 
The Bills got beat 27-10. Joey B looks like not Dan Marino. Looks like he might be going to his second Super Bowl. We'll see. Uh, Nick picked. Uh, hold on, hold on. Dan Marino was a good quarterback. Let's not let's not shade Dan Marino. No, I know. I'm just talking about how we called him Dan Marino last year after the Super Bowl and shit. But, I stand by. Um, yeah, changed uh, my mind. Nick had Buffalo. No way! And, I had no, no way! No. I had Buffalo. No, no, no. no. He had, yeah, you had Cincinnati. You had he Cincinnati. had Buffalo, and I told him you said the road goes through Cincinnati. Then he changed his pick. Yeah. You, you had Buffalo. I had Buffalo. I had Buffalo and Dallas since March. Week 15. Nobody convinced me out of it. I said AFC Championship, KC Cincinnati. By the way, everybody watching on YouTube just saw Eric die. I think that's what we did. <laughs> he turned off his video. But before that, if you go to the slow motion replay. <laughs> that's there not, he, he's dead again. That's not Eric. He's That's actually a clone. That's a cool. Ooh, the Avril Levine one. That's sorry, I had to swallow down the wrong pipe. <clears throat> That's what she said. Ah, and then the Sunday night game Gaffaw. was the best game of the, oh, of the weekend. Gaffaw. <laughs> uh, we had a drubbing of the Dallas Cowboys. They lost the San Francisco Niners nineteen twelve. Okay. okay, I know it wasn't seven, a drubbing. Seven points is it? How many points was, is a drubbing? Because according to Tony Romo and Al Michaels, seventeen points is a shellacking. No, it's a trouncing. They're wrong. <laughs> oh boy. So what's no, a drubbing? So, but so Eric, here's the thing: drubbing? drubbing is not just point differential. Drubbing is three turnovers. Rush. Yeah, you got to rush for like you, you got to rush for like three hundred yards. That's like, a drubbing. Like, well, I mean, Dak threw two red zone picks. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott had. Dak Prescott had less yards than Brock Purdy. Had more interceptions than Brock Purdy, had low, lesser yards per attempt than Brock Purdy, had a worse rating, and a worse QBR. Can we talk about how San Francisco deserved, in all aspects, to lose that game? Yeah, because they were given every single chance to. The final score should have been forty to seven, like forty to twelve. That is that, and that speaks testament to Dallas's defense. But they got their asses whooped. Wait, what? Well, hold on. What was that look for, Eric? Uh, it has nothing to do with Dallas defense. I actually respect Dallas's defense. I think they have probably one of the best players in the NFL on the defensive side of the ball. But all week, all I had to hear was Cowboys fans say we had the number one defense when they clearly didn't. When what? the number one and number two ranked defenses are San Francisco and Philadelphia. Okay, I, I don't know if this is an actual stat, Eric, but watching the game, Christian McCaffrey had greater than a five yard run. Starting in the fourth quarter, when like the game was out of hand, I started that by saying he thinks I respect the, defense the Cowboys' is good. defense. I think <laughs> they're the great. First thing you yeah, said. So why did you make that look? Because all week and all weekend, there was Cowboy fans in my chats, in my ear. We're the best defense. It's the best defense we've ever had. And I'm like, I agree. You're not the best defense in the NFL by a long shot. They are not the best defense. It is San Francisco and Philadelphia are the number one and two defenses. Almost across the board and everything. And statistics back that up. Philadelphia Eagles had 70 sacks this year. Third most all time. And one, I think four players had Shit, double digit sacks. It's a shame to only reach the NFC Championship with that. Uh, well, it's a shame you didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> so I was, here, the, I was in the most competitive division in the uh, in the NFL. Sorry you can't say that. 
you know, three teams from the NFC East made the playoffs, fam. It doesn't matter. Yeah, all, all teams in the NFC South were separated by a game. Yeah. Most competitive division in football. Don't at me. 3.5 yards per carry for the 49ers team, by the way. On uh, 32 attempts. 32 attempts, 3.5 yards per carry. So technically, a- every three carries, they were still getting a first down. Can we? Can, can, by the way, okay. It, here's something that I get that I get really annoyed with. Mm-hmm. Watching this game, we couldn't just say Niners player, Niners collective players, right? We had to say D'Amico Ryan's defense, Dan Quinn's defense. Yeah, Dan Quinn has led other defenses before, and they weren't this good. Can we start giving credit to individual players or groups of players or the players as a defense? Well, Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator for the Legion of Boom. So Right. Again, and, other and worldly we all, players. And yeah. we all we all know but you just said he, he's never had a defense this good. I would argue the Seattle defense was better. They're secondary. <laughs> they won a Super Bowl. Oh, that's that means that's good defenses. Yes. Yo, so you're really telling me this Cowboys defense was better than that? Seahawks no, he's not. Defense? He's just being a clown. <laughs> okay, I, yo, he probably, almost probably as he a whole. Me, yes, bro. probably as a whole. He, yes. Oh my god! You, no way! You, you couldn't. What? You couldn't throw on that Seattle defense. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Richard Sherman. And then every year they produced a corner that got that fucking got pounced by someone else. Brandon Browner comes to mind. Then you had then you had Bruce Irvin, Michael Smith on the D line. That D line was ferocious. That defense was outstanding. And you know one of the reasons you couldn't throw on that defense is because of the pressure they were getting up front. Look at that. Give me stats I, then. I, I just looked it up in my head. I just named no, the entire nah, defense. No. You worse, can't you can't, you can't even name seven Dallas Cowboys defensive players right now. <laughs> Leighton Vander Esch, uh Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Demarcus Lawrence. Oh, who's that big motherfucker? Robinson or whatever the fuck his name is. That doesn't oh, count. Yeah, I, yeah, that sounds official. I think that's on his jersey. Yeah, okay, I guess. But also, Jigs ain't that good. Can we just, for the record, he's not that good. He gets he, beat he, all the time. He did shut down some pretty top, some top receivers this year. I, well, I would love to hate on him with you. But he sick, had games. sick. He had this year with some good games, and last year he gave up the most yards receiving in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. But okay. to Nick's point, as far as giving individual credit, I, that has to be done because D'Amico Ryans is not going to take a head coaching job and have this defense next year, number one. He's not going to have the number one defense in the league. He's going to have to build it. Now, if he builds it, then it's his defense. But until then, it's you know he's just coaching a group of men that are doing the work for him. Yeah, but look at Robert Sala. Robert Sala turned in the the Jets. De- Who had Jets defense top ten this year? Me. <laughs> you shut the fuck up, bro. That's why I picked him to be second in division. Oh my god, oh, fuck, fuck out of here! Nobody oh had Jets defense top ten, bro. Nobody. 
That was Robert Sala. Like, D coordinators still deserve some pub for sure. We're just we just happen to be in the coaching cycle during the playoffs. Right? And that is a firm Eric and I have a firm point on this that we fucking hate it. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it can't happen anymore since we're in the NFC championship. But the fact that Steichman and 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 Gannon were being interviewed in the middle of playoff preparation weeks, like dog, save that shit for after. We have game planning to do. We got coaching to do. We got money to make and games to win. Like, get off my nuggets. And if that pisses off the owners and the other coach and you don't want to hire me for it, then you don't understand the value of winning and why I'm focused and I don't deserve to be at your organization. Or you don't deserve me at your organization. Bro, Eric brought up a good point. You should not be able to interview playoff coaches until they're eliminated. Well, I think even just even gentleman rules, you shouldn't want to interview coaches. If they're in the playoffs, like Eric said, you know how annoyed you'd be if you were prepping for the Super Bowl and your fucking OC had a dip for a fucking. And there's and and I was doing research on some of these interviews. Some can be like an hour, like a, a quick one, but they're mostly like five, six hour interviews. Yeah. Where they want to know what players you like, what players you don't like, what strategy you mean, what scream are you going to run? Like, who are you looking oh, to yeah, get? <laughs> no. I can't, Eric, I can't get a job at McDonald's in an hour. Bro, they're just, paying. They're gonna pay this dude millions of dollars. Yes, they're gonna spend a fourth to a third of their day. To no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not talking shit about the amount of the length of the, the time of the interview. What I'm saying is, that's that's he has to prep for a six hour interview, which probably you got to what quadruple the hours of prep for the interview if you're somewhat decent of a person. They got to put 24 hours into the prepping for that shit. Uh, probably, but I don't think you should. If you're a good coordinator, you should already have that shit ready to go. But that's neither here nor there. I, I agree with you. They definitely still need a prep for sure. All right. So biggest that's time sh- away from the team. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, we beat that horse into the ground. Yeah, so yeah. I was, I was keeping it pushing. All right. Biggest, <laughs> biggest surprise of the weekend. Mine is uh, Eli Apple actually found his, uh, found his cojones and decided to play corner. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just fundamentally hate Eli Apple. So, right. So we, you know, why you fundamentally hate Eli Apple? Because he used to play for the Saints. Because he talks, 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 and gets burnt, 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 burnt. Yeah, because he's the Saints. I'll say my biggest surprise of the weekend is the fallout the Cowboys had, and not the fallout the Bills are having, or the, the fallout the Bills aren't having. I think I think with this team, I know they lost Von Miller and they're still going to be in in the in the conversation for one of the best teams in football, but at some point man, you got to get over the hump. And people got to start talking a little bit of shit like, "Hey, is Josh Allen Phillips Rivers 2.0 or is he going to go win a fucking Super Bowl?" Well, not many people win a Super Bowl, so I don't understand how that makes him Philip Rivers. But, he lost. I'm saying, the- I'm, I, my reason I would call him Philip Rivers is the big arm, the big stats, and the inability to reach. I mean, he's gotten to AFC Championship games. There's no knock on him. He, I know he's right at the door of a Super Bowl, but that's why I would call him Philip Rivers 2.0 because he's got the stats, he's got the arm, solid player, but he just doesn't have that next take it to the next level. He lost to the team that was in the Super Bowl last year. Yes, yes. They deserve to be there. I'm just saying that's probably one of my biggest things is like, Maybe it is because America hates fucking the Cowboys so much. Always talking heads want to bury him. But I, I didn't feel like there was as much 
outrage for the Bills losing as it should have been. Like everybody's all oh, just next season. Like, no, you gotta make improvements. Like the Bengals are a better team than the 49ers. Yeah, and everybody is everybody is riding Joe Burrow like nobody's business. Yeah. I mean, for the last four days I've seen friggin' or what when did they play? They played Sunday night. Well, he's going up against a bad, last, bad man on Sunday. For, for the last, for the last, he's gonna beat him because he fucking Patrick Mahomes' ankles hurt, and it's gonna make the slight difference on one play, and that's gonna be the deciding factor in this. Joe Burrow's never lost to Patrick Mahomes. Three and zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see, man. Hopefully, it's a good weekend of football. I don't think I don't know if it's gonna be a good. It might be. I think we're gonna have one good game. Yeah, we're reaching our limit for good games here. And I and it, it, even if you look at it, like 49ers Cowboys was not a good game. It was a close game. But it was hard to watch. None of these yeah. games were good. I mean, I mean Cincinnati Cleve or Cincinnati Bills was a blowout. That game was over. That game felt over halfway through the third. If that was a blowout, what the fuck is the Eagles game? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, the uh, oh fuck, that's why I, I I didn't even I put the Eagles. I watched the first quarter of the Eagles game and I was like, I'm gonna go do stuff I want to do now. Me too. I joked around <laughs> with Eric. And I was like, Hey Matt, can I put the can I put the sound on the UFC fights? Yeah. <laughs> that game was a fucking that was a trouncing if I've ever seen one, bro. That yeah. was a fucking ass whooping. This, but this is the same thing. They have like a few. Well, actually, this weekend they didn't even have that. But this is the same thing that I had to deal with last year. Everyone was just like, "Oh my god, what good games!" And I was like, "Yo, all four of those divisional round games were dog shit until the very end." Last year, this year they were all bad. Oh, I was like, I don't know. The best part of, I don't know. I, I guess for me, like the Eagles being up, that's a great game to me. That's yeah, biased quit, as I'm quit. In. Okay, look, look. Your your view of that game was my view of the 2015 NFC Championship when I was, I was so scared of this Cardinals defense, and Carolina came in and beat the shit out of them. And I was yeah. just like, it was it was Germany Brazil. It was like super. But to regular, but to non Eagles fans, Eric, it was like, why the fuck did I reserve time in my Saturday? If you watched the 38 to 7 playoff game and it was like fucking the Cardinals versus uh the Guys, the, the Commanders. I was just going to say I'm biased because it was an Eagles dub. Yeah, goddamn right you're biased. So, so I was say outside of that, it was a very bad weekend for football. Dude, it was like 24-0. Like yeah. I was like struggling to pay attention to this football game, dude. It was you over. See how I, I was mad that I was spending my afternoon doing that. I can't help it, but when they scored that touchdown, even though it was the lone touchdown of the game, I got fucking mad as shit. Of course you did. You want to pitch a shutout in the play? Like, Eric, we're not judging you for being a good fan. We're just saying that as non-Eagles fans, it was a horrendous game to have to slog through. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was it – was, it was tight for the first quarter because the Philadelphia Eagles were playing real, real well. And then it was 21-0, and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Right. I saw somebody tweet, what was it? Uh, hey, at least, we got to, at least we got another week of Jalen resting his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. See, that's good. 
<laughs> That's cold. How many rushing yards the Eagles have in that game, Eric? Uh, over 200. I'll pull it up. But, yeah, it was over 200. <sighs> Remember, when you, when you rush for over 200 yards, you generally win a football game. Oh, yeah? Is that your professional opinion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. As Eric's looking this up, I think that that wraps up our divisional review. Uh, for those of you not paying attention, we ended up with two matchups, right? The NFC Championship will be contested between the number one seed Philadelphia Eagles and the number two seed San Francisco 49ers. This will be played at Lincoln Field. Then we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Arrowhead. The what was it? Third ranked Bengals traveling to the one, the first ranked uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and that'll be the late game on Sunday. Um, it'll be six thirty Eastern, and the Eagles will be three p.m. Eastern. Interestingly enough, no prime time games on Sunday. Does this impact the players? Uh, only, only the ones named Kirk Cousins. Uh, for those of you at home, the Philadelphia Eagles had 268 rushing yards. It's a lot. And that's God four bless. different runners. God bless. No God stress. Bless. God bless. All right. So Eric, will you share the odds? So that way we can get into picking this, these two games. Oh, we're doing that on this episode. Oh, wait. Are we not doing that on this episode? <laughs> no, I was just going to go over the records for last week's picks. Um, Nick's Nuggets went 3-0. and Yeah, buddy. Nicholas went 4-0. and And Jermaine went 3-5, and bringing their playoff record to Nick's Nuggies 5-3-1, and Nick 9-4-1, and, and Jermaine 7-8-1. Mine is wrong. 7-6-1. Seven, six. And one. six. I told you I wasn't betting Tampa anymore because I was picking Dallas to win that game. All right. You even had me with Dallas, and then you marked it red painfully. I, ha- I had to. I was rocking Dallas-Buffalo since March. I could finally get off that train and pick these games. <laughs> pick these games fair now. I was hoping, bro. Could you imagine? I, first of all, I don't know why I cared so much. It's not like I bet it in March, but... I was like, yo, there's a, there's a fucking snowball's chance in hell that I can hit this, bro. And no joy. Mm. No joy. Ooh. All right. So that's crazy, man. <laughs> Nick's Nuggets, baby. Works in the playoffs. <laughs> that's the only time, bro. <laughs> Actually, All right. Nick's, Nick's Nuggets did pretty well this year. Which means next year, fade the fuck out of the Knicks Nuggets. Yeah. First of all, no matter if we continue to hit on anything, the podcast motto remains. Fade us. Even when we're millionaires and better than all of you listening. Do not not bet what we're betting. Fade us. Bet the opposite. You'll make good money. You'll make good money. All right. So, nothing else for the listeners at home? Nothing for me. Mm-mm. No, no. That's it. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room Three Zero Three. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This has been my co-host Nicholas Morhan, and as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. Oh.